we do not own any rights to any of this music played on this podcast. We just happen to think it's dope. Let's start this podcast off with You're Doing It Again by the one and only Todd Delaney.
and he was murdered because of all of that. And, and Nipsey was doing a documentary about this man, and that he got murdered. So it's some conspiracy theories that say they made it look like a game thing, but it was good, you know, conspiracy. But he had such. I think that the thing was so many people had so many great things, but what are they gonna do now that he's gone? Is my Absolutely. thing. Like, what do you do after somebody left a legacy like that? You know, and it's sad because, you know, you leave a great legacy and people saying positive things, but are they going to take that positivity yeah. and follow on with it and it's move so on with it? Right. Yeah. Like, like, who will pick up the torch and keep going? Right. Like, but and, I think you know, multiple people are going to have to pick up the torch because he did so much. Right. You know, he was into computers. Um, his brother at the funeral told this thing. He told, like, a testimonial about his brother he was saying nipsey was the youngest of them two mm -hmm. and nipsey grandfather bought them a computer oh, wow. they destroyed it right as kids so nipsey started coming home with these computer parts mm -hmm. just one at a time he was like man what you doing you need to clean up he's a big brother so you need to clean up the room why are you doing he's like i'm gonna build a computer wow. he's like no you're not gonna build a computer you can't build a computer yeah. short thing a month later he built a computer Wow. So all his family came. He was always reading. Nipsey Hussle always had a book in his hand. Sure thing, his family came around looking at the computer, but he was always trying to be better. Wow. So I think, you know, and people compare his death to Tupac and Biggie. Those guys were rappers, and they took something to the hip-hop community as far as musical. But this guy was uniting people. So this guy was like... To me, it was like a Malcolm X, Dark Martin yeah. Luther King, yeah, yeah. plus a rapper died. Right. You know, and then not only that, but his first album, because he had like a plethora, you knew that was going to come up, a plethora yes, of yes. mixtapes. This was his first album. He entitled it Victory Lap. Wow. And he was oh, wow. greatly nominated. So what a way to go out. So you know, when yeah. I heard about his story too, one of the things that got me was it took me back to Master P days because they were saying that back in the day when he first started, he did mixtapes and him and his brother sold yeah. him out the trunk of their car. Yeah, they did at the same spot that he bought. Yep, that location he bought. So I, I thought about Master P from yeah. back in the day because that's how Master P started too, selling out of the trunk of his right. car. And you know, Master P, what, even though his name didn't come up in there, but he did do a lot for his community oh, yeah. too and gave back. But that's big up to a 33 year old that had that much wisdom to know to give back, you know, and knew, knew to do stuff in your community to try to change and bring a difference to the community, even though, you know, his life is gone. But my thing is, once somebody leave like that and they leave such an imprint and uh, a legacy, Somebody take the torch and follow it for the good. And that's what a lot of people, a lot of radio stations I've been listening said that it inspired them to do more in their community. Yeah, I started thinking about that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I really did. I agree with you, Constance, because I think it takes really more than one person. You know? Oh, yeah. It, it takes us as a community, us as a village, you know, to keep that legacy going and oh, to yeah. help our communities. And because that's what's happening, it takes, as they say, that adage, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, it takes a community. And when your community is all on board and Helping, and that's when you can succeed. So that's yeah, right. it is 100%. I totally agree with you. It's gonna take everybody, and if everybody wants to celebrate his life, the thing to do is to go ahead and jump in and help out. Yeah, right. and, and one of the things, and I don't want to keep talking about Nipsey Hussle, but one of the things I do want to bring up was um, Snoop Dogg spoke at his funeral, yeah. and one of the things that he said was just mind-boggling to me is that Nipsey kept telling him, "Hey, you need to you need to build a theme park." 
you need to build a theme park. You don't hear the yeah, story? And he was like, he couldn't get it. He was like, nephew, you got to explain this to me. Like, I don't understand. A theme park? Me, Snoop Dogg? And he was like, yeah, you need a theme a theme park. But just the synopsis of that whole thing, taking word. Um, he was talking about building a community. Nipsey Hussle built his own community. His theme park was Crenshaw. That whole avenue with Marathon, his, you know, his store, um, the different restaurants and stuff that he's got in his little, you know, he built his own little park. So I just think about when we see different things, when you say theme park, you thinking about Disney or Disneyland yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and he was talking about his theme park, his legacy of who he was, you yeah. know, the community reflected him. So I just thought like everything about his funeral, what a way to go out. Like, so rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um, I hope we as a community, we as a people, I really hope that we can do more. It was amazing to see the Bloods and the Crips unite. I've never seen nothing like that in my 21 years of living. Um, but uh, the Bloods and Crips, oh, I was yeah. just saying, like, yeah, you yeah. yeah, but the Bloods and Crips was actually holding hands, walking, uh, bandana to bandana walking. You never seen nothing like that. You never heard rappers talk about that. So, big up the Nipsey. You got anything else to say about Nipsey? Nah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that. great legacy, and uh, you know, uh, I just wish you know, I don't know, I, it's so much I can say into that, but I think he did uh, what what he left behind. I hope somebody take it on and go even further and better, and just you know, blessings to his family and prayers to his kids that they will take the torch yes. and go further and not want to retaliate because you know when things like this happen, yeah. People want to get back revenge oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So people get their heads on the right, you know, just keep it on right. Because, you know, we were talking earlier about death and how things can take a turn for the worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And did it take a turn for the better? I mean, just anybody. You don't have to be the Nipsey Russell. It could just be you. And uh, when people die in your family, like, what do you do with that? Do you... Take a turn for the worse, or you better yourself, or or you get empowerment from that to see, you know what, life is short. I gotta do this, or do you just give up? Because I think those things are so important. Cause death is gonna happen. We're born to die. You can't help like, it. Yeah, you, you have to always. Even though I know, um, I think it's my daughter was just saying. Oh, mama, when I die, I want a, a carriage and a horse. And I was like, don't say that. And she's like, why not say that? I was like, because I don't want to talk about that. Like, I don't want to talk about you dying. But in reality, and this just happened today, like literally a few hours ago. But in reality, we're born to die. And we always have to have in our mindset to be prepared to, what are we leaving behind? If, if God allowed you to die right now, what is left for people to say about you? I think that's one of the key things, and one of the key things you can look at his life. What are people saying? I literally have not heard really negative things said about this There's man, nothing. you know, which I'm sure people can say, but they really stuck to the positive. Even the LAPD, all of the police officers were sad. So, like, I, I've never seen nothing like this ever yeah. in my lifetime. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wasn't alive <laughs> when Dr. King like, yeah. died in anything. Yeah. You might remember when Dr. King died. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but... I'm 23. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. just to let y'all know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely got dopester of the week. Yeah. He was definitely our dopester of the, the week. Dopest. So, yeah. that'll, if y'all don't have nothing else to say, because we could just go do a whole episode on this. Yeah. We can move on to the jokester of the week, which I got a couple jokesters of the week. Um, the jokester of the week, I'm going to give it to. I was just sitting here thinking about. Um, Are you changing your mind? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll keep it rolling. Um, no, no, but what do you think? Who do you think? Now, you might kill me for this, and you guys might kill me for this, but um, if you watched the funeral, you saw Stevie Wonder 
perform. And it was not good for Stevie. It was not good. It and it's definitely head. a joke of the week. It definitely, I, got, I, I had to do it. it. Yeah. So he went from the piano. Stevie Wonder is amazing. He was like Nipsey Hussle's favorite. Nipsey always said if he died, he wanted Stevie to perform at his funeral. Right. He went from the piano. Amazing performance. His kind of pitchy, but amazing, right? Then he got on this thing that looked like a guitar and a piano. Never seen one of these things in my life. It was off pitch. Somebody should have grabbed his hands because he did not know what he was doing. Oh, it was just horrible. So I just had to switch that up. We got a couple of jokesters of the week, but it was definitely Stevie. Like, Stevie, like, stick to your craft. Like, you're blessed <laughs> in that avenue. Stick to it. You have a nice stretch. You have a nice smile. Yeah, it was just That's not sweet. right. Yeah, it was not right. And whoever did that to Stevie, you're wrong. Everybody else had to do it to Because they knew he was going to do it. They did it. Yeah. And then another uh, jokester of the week that we had was the college moms. You know, I, I'm just sitting there listening because you're thinking, I really don't want to get them jokester of the week because they did what they thought they should do for their kids to, like, to bring them to another level. You know, and I really think that this has been going on for centuries. Like yeah. centuries, and you think about all the colleges that get sure. these top athletic uh, players and ballers and football players and soccer players. They had the list go on a baseball, oh yeah, softball. They doing stuff under. And you remember this old movie we watched years ago called Blue Chips? Yes, I remember I that with the big boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Shaq and Penny yes, Hardaway. Yes, yes. This when it was hot, and Mama took us to the movies to see it, and how they went to their <laughs> homes and paid their parents. And bought their parents cars and homes to, yeah, get, to, them to get them to go to college. college yeah. That movie was off of real life. And these parents, you know, they knew their kids was uh, probably not that smart. And, and they wanted them to have a good life and they could afford to do it. Even though it was dead wrong, I'm not agreeing with it. But it's the point of, I really don't think they really deserve jokes of the week. Yeah, they but, do. Let me tell you why. Let me cut it. <laughs> So listen, as a parent, I don't have kids. I got nieces and nephews. But what I know of my 21 years of living is as a parent, your job is to make and mold your kids into honest, law-abiding What if their kids didn't know? No, listen. So the parents should have known better that this is not setting a good example for my kids to buy them into something. You can't do that. You can't do it. This lady is on a Hallmark channel. It's a God-fearing channel. She is not. I'm pretty sure. She She already knew it was a crime, and like you said, she's on Hallmark. Yeah, like you know, who's the angel? Della Reese is the angel on the. Imagine if Della Reese did it. Is she dead? No, she's not dead. But my thing was, what if the kids didn't know? They just went to take the test, and their parents didn't tell the kids. Oh, okay, that's what I was saying. So you're not setting the example. They don't even know. They thought they were smart. Get a 12. Wow. And, and when I got it back, I was like, oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, because you did that 
because I know. Yeah, that's but then you did your I know own my mama ain't pay for it. You did your own work. <laughs> I know my mama ain't pay for it. <laughs> well, she didn't you did your own work. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do that work. Somebody else did your work for you. That's the point. Yeah, it's not right. It, it's the undercover. They knew about it. But the sad thing about it, it's been happening, like you said, for years. Yeah. It's been happening with athletes for years. It's been happening with regular common folks, you know, yeah. who don't have the money, you know, who people just walk in and you're such a great athlete or such a star. Yeah. Okay, instead of just buying you some shoes, I got you. I got you. You, you, yeah. just, you know, I, 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 I know yeah. this, that people do this all the time. So this is just like... But this is at the higher level, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because like, you got, yeah, getting like rich. you got money, you know. <laughs> you know that was a testament. We want to go back to school. But so my question, okay, so we gave the moms, yeah. uh, the massive mom gang group, yeah, they gangs, cause they're gang. <laughs> um, we gave them uh, jokester of the week, and we gave Stevie. Do you have anybody that you like to deem jokester? Somebody that did anything that you was just like, why? No, not, yeah, you have to catch me. Nothing that I know of. The person that I live with is probably Joe Strowley. He's dead. No, no, I don't have anybody. Okay. But it, it's just sad that, like, now, like, I mean, and I don't know if it's sad, but it's just bad because, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, this is just white privilege, but. You know, it's it is nothing. I mean, it is. Y'all always get you know. But white privilege that wouldn't have got caught. Exactly, right. and that's why I was saying. That's why I was saying that too to say that because yeah. people were saying that though when it first happened. It's like, oh, that's not really a shocker. Yeah. Uh, it is a shocker because they actually getting prosecuted to me. Yeah. I, I wonder who yeah, they made yeah. mad. Yeah. That's what yeah. I wonder because something had to go wrong behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, that, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think. For them to get prosecuted and for it to be, you know, everywhere, all over news away, that's the big deal. Because I'm quite sure they're not the only ones, but they're the ones who got caught. It's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know it's more like, moms out there. Most people, yeah. more people. Yeah. But it's not going to stop. Is this thing. This thing is they're going to get more safer. Yeah. They're going to, it's safe yeah. words. Yeah. Meet me at this block, not that block. No text. Don't text me about it. Like, they're going to get smarter about it this time, I think. Yeah, they're going to start cheating. Cheating been around for years. Oh, yeah, cheating never going to happen. Yeah, so let's And that's why they acting like they're the creator of cheating. Cheating. (laughs) Like, these people literally just was born, like, in the 60s. And maybe the late said this, but like they're not the creator. They're not the creator. But they're the ones that's getting tossed to the, you know, somebody got to be an example, and I guess it's them. Yeah. Yeah, but they gave a too much time. Trump, consider the source. You know, I'm just 
saying like, okay, President Trump did it. For no, her. Part- but I said he partnered, but, but it, it, it was other people trying it. It was other people trying to get her out. Was. She was. It was because of who she but, was talking. Yeah. yeah, but it was other people trying to get this lady released. But who else bigger than Kim Kardashian? Yeah, nobody. But I'm saying her name and notoriety, of course, carries weight. That's saying everything we do in life. It carries when you say constantly. If I go to if I go to your job and be like uh, Pamela Smith, they're gonna be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that make a little too. I said, yeah, it'll make a little effort. If 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 I go to the place, you know, it's just your name do carry with, and 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 I'm sure this lady is thankful for that name, (laughs) and she was so happy. But I think in the midst of doing all of that, that's where she found her passion. And she found that drive. Plus, it's in her blood. Her daddy was a lawyer. Yeah, too. And a part of uh, O.J. Simpson uh, trial years ago before he passed. So it's in her blood, and I can kind of see where she maybe be coming from. And they say, I it's have a problem seeing her take the bar. Like, and her actually passing it. I don't see her paying nobody to take it with all this coming out, though, now. Like paying for somebody I'm to take a photo. But she's the only person. Not, it's going to be them and her. It's not going to be a, a whole group of people. Um, it's going to be one person. And Chris might be there. The mom. Uh, yeah. to Kanye the mom not even going to be there because he might spew it off the TMZ. So I mean, you know, I, I don't know about that, but uh But then I, I wonder if one. she'll be able to practice like a certain law. You know, like how you, she can't practice all law well, Yeah, just a certain still, type. Okay, a certain yeah. Because then maybe a test where she's not allowed to pass um te- you know, do certain laws. Yeah. Like family law, oh, civil okay. law, whatever yeah. law is she gonna be in. She might just stick the wrecks. Like car crashes. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest of the low. Oh my gosh. If you get paid, I get paid. One eight hundred kills. And you know, I heard this radio station joking though to myself. Would you be? Would that? Would that be the lawyer you want standing beside you in court if you had to go to court for something? You know, I guess it depends on the case. Yeah, who the judge is. Because yeah. if it's a guy, an older guy, you know that he's only concerned with one thing. Uh, yes, Kim Kardashian, and she just come through. Yes, yes. yes. These yes. days, you can be concerned about that lady too. Yeah, yeah. true. It does not matter. Yeah, like, true. Uh, so I think her name is it just her, yeah. You know, it's but like, the whole thing is that she is concerned about the community and prison reform. And you really have does. us as a people that's not even that involved. Yeah, you know, we got some bit. And I'll throw out some people, Taraji P. You know, you have Viola Davis. You have all these people. You haven't had them yet. I know they're on the rise, and I'm not faulting them, but right. you haven't had them yet step into anything. Yeah, but you haven't had their name saying something with attached to prison reform. Um, Viola Davis did it and how to get away with murder. <laughs> oh but it wasn't in real life. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Spit in the same snot that comes you out the same kind of nostril every time on every picture. Oh wow! Just I want you to at I this point I want you to pay attention to it now. It is the same nostril, the same snot right here. Oh this gosh. nose leaks, and then the tear comes here first. Then it's gonna go there. What's to do with that? Uh, kill everybody for her on how to get away with murder. Oh yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Risha. Wes is dead. So who What's the dude name yeah, that uh, killed uh, everybody for Viola Davis on uh, How to Get Away with Murder? Then just one Frank. 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 Yeah, yeah if this is How to Get Away with Murder, I call Frank right now on you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I told you guys, pay attention to her. Not saying that she's not talented. I just need her to have some new crime skills. 
It's annoying. Who? It's so annoying. Why how, how to get away with murder? She crazy. I don't want to put you on how to get away with murder. <laughs> she is the best. She's a good actress. Okay, of course, you know, we got our camera woman uh, always voicing her opinion. <laughs> and then I included her because I know she's a diehard fan, too. I don't know. Yes. Like, I stopped watching it. Wow, that's anyway. good. You missing out. <laughs> but anyway, that's one of the best shows we could talk about. Yeah. yeah. I stopped watching after West Side. Uh, I, I thought they were going to resurrect that. I, I, I was thinking so I think I was thinking they weren't real. Yeah, I still kind of got that thought in my mind. It's not real. It's not real. And his her family, what's her name? Laura. Laura. Family got him somewhere like tied up and bonded up and like it's not real. No, it's just possibly real life. You know they always resurrect. You know we've seen that in Lazarus. Really? That was a good word. That sound like me. Exercising is a very good outlet 
you know, when you've had a hard work day, you know, you're like, I'm tired. I just want to go home and sit on the <laughs> sofa. But yeah. listen, the best thing that you can do is to go exercise, is to go to the gym, walk, walk your neighborhood, whatever you do, and you're, you're de-stressing yourself. You'll feel a whole lot of better because of those types of endorphins. So guys, so what do y'all think? How, how, what's your take on stress? I definitely agree with that. And there is, um, everybody's stressed. I don't know, yes. you know, no job that you can be in that you can't stress. No. And then even with, um, me and Sim was talking one time and she was just saying on the podcast, I think she was talking to us. We was on the podcast. She was saying she constantly go. Her quiet time is her bathroom because everybody's saying, babe, mama this, mama that. And I was like, yes. oh my gosh, you know, I stress about not having enough time for myself, but how does she do it? And she's a mom. So right. what are some best practices? Because you did say the gym, which I definitely need to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what are some best practices other than the gym, which that being number one, that you can give us to so kind of minimize that? I think some best practices is definitely being spiritual is a, a best practice. Finding your quiet time, your God time, your time of meditation, your time of connecting with God, that oneness place. Listening to music, that's another good thing. Oh, yeah. You know, listening to good, soft, yeah. serene music, it kind of downstresses you. Just have moments of quiet time to yourself. You know, listening, whether it's listening to nature, listening to soft music, jazz, whatever it is, music, you know, it, it's yeah. biblical, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. when you think about it music because it is soothes and it calms the spirit you know when the bible talks about when david had um when saul had an evil spirit david would play his instrument and it would soothe him it would calm him so music does something to us it relaxes us or it's all based on the types of music that you look at then just uh, not just the um music but also like i said walking just natural walking you don't have to go to the gym but just get it out breathing, getting outside, because there are some people that they're inside all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't ever go outside to, like, enjoy nature, you know, like a nature or watch the birds or something, yeah, you know. Something. Just, yeah, yeah, just do something that's relaxed and where your mind can de-stress and get that mental, you know, where you don't have that mental anxiety and tension. Because I often see people that come into the workplace and they come in and they're thinking that it's something physical. But when you get down to the nuts and bolts, it's all related to stress. Yeah. It's based on a home situation. It's based on a relationship. Uh, it, it's based on something that happened in the workplace or wherever. So it's all centered around stress. And another great thing is in the evening time, you know, take a relaxing bath. You know, I don't know if anyone saw this commercial, but it's this lady. She's in her ba- in the bathroom and she has her bath towel around her. She's just laying in the bathroom relaxing and she's eating a cookie. I think it's a Pepperidge Farms cookie commercial. Oh, yeah, and, and a kid knocks on the door and says, Mom! And she says, No, it's your dad. You see yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she's sitting there, she's just in her bathroom. It's like her own only exactly. place of escape, really, because, Absolutely. and you see, like, it's toys all around her. She's in the bathroom, my gosh, yeah. in all places. But that's only her place where she can get some quiet and relaxing time. It's because, like, you can't even go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know? yeah, like so, that. yeah, so stress is, I think stress is what everybody has. You see it in the workplace. That's all I ever hear. I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. And then you take your stress on top of your family, what's happening in your family, in your life, you know, and you bring all that together. You just like frantic, you yeah. know. So you have to find some balance in your life. You have to find a time where you're de-stressing yourself, you know. 
So you can keep your sanity. And I think the most important thing we need to remember is not to just be like, you know, I'm just stressed, but stress leads to major other problems. Yes. To a lot of other problems and to death. And that's one of the most important things. And that's one of the things I always tell you because of your sickness and how stress will cause you to be, have your, with MS. You know, it caused the flare-ups and stuff. We've talked but, about you know, that. even yeah. um, even when having multiple sclerosis, it, there's no, people say don't stress, but there's no way that you cannot no, stress. No, it's no way that you so, cannot stress. Listen, but like, but that would definitely hurt. Because I'm a firm believer in taking a shower, music on with a candle. Yes. That is my yes, thing. And yes. it all going to the beach. Yes. I love going to the beach and going way out in the ocean. Yes. And my mom maybe, mom maybe like promised to her that I won't go out that way. I was just out there the other day. Yeah. Uh, last weekend out there, but you can see through this water. It was actually really beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's Anna Maria Island mm-hmm. out by Bradenton. It was beautiful. But my thing is, there's no whatever sickness you have going on in the world. Stress is not good for it. It's not even good for people that don't have sickness. No, you know, it's not good for nobody. You know, exactly. But and there's no key components to. And I think one know. of the other things is too. I was just telling on um, my Sunday school a couple of weeks ago is you can have. A lot of quiet time that you, uh, all the quiet time you want in the world. And a lot of times we get those quiet moments, but our brain is steady going. Oh, yeah. I got to build a pay. I got I to gotta make yeah. sure I make this appointment. I got to make sure I take my pill. I got to make sure I pick up the dog. I got to make sure I pick up the cat. I got to make sure. And I say we can be in a quiet place and trying to relax, but we have to renew our minds and ice God to give us peace and joy and just like settle down. Because so many times I get in that quiet place, I can find it every blue moon and it's like my mind won't settle because like Pam was saying you always got something going you're always on the go and so when I it's like okay it's like a raceway like Daytona 500 it's like something zooming through there all the time I'm like God just let me be blank for they a moment. Like Lavender yes. and Camille good for yes. brain calming yeah, and stuff like that. Calming, yeah, and a lot of times drinking tea. You know, yeah, I was just drinking tea is yeah. a common hot thing. Tea. And hot tea at night coffee. before you I, go I, to bed. You know, just stay away from all that stimulates those caffeines. Yeah. But like a, a herbal tea at nighttime, at bedtime, coloring. Coloring is very good therapy. Just, you know, they have adult coloring books. Yeah. yeah, and just coloring. It relaxes your mind. It takes you almost back to a childhood state. But what it does, it relaxes your mind, too, because you're focusing on the coloring. Your energy is not being focused on my bill, my this problem, that problem, but it's just on coloring. It's something simple, painting, you know, get a blank canvas, you know, and just paint. You and might go to Dollar Tree after this. You know, get a blank sketch, you know, sketch. No. You can get a pad, you can get a sketch pad, and just take it. But it's not so much about the drawing. But it's it's about the relaxation. It could be just doodling. You know, yeah. have you ever been waiting on the phone, and you're while you're waiting on hold or something, you're at a desk or something, you're just sitting oh, here, yeah. you're drawing, or you're, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> you're, oh my God, that's stress, yeah. You're drawing, or you're doodling, you find it in that space, even though you're waiting, you find it somewhat relaxing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So anything that you can do that gets you away from your regular activities that you're not focusing on your problems or right. your issues. And even like say I like this that you said this. Um at, at church, you know, I I preached not long ago or a while back and said, What's on your mind? 
because everything is on your mouth. You know, I got, like you say, I got bills to pay, the dog got to go to bed, I got to pick up the kids, they got to go to soccer, you know, I got to play this, I, you know, everything is running through your mind, even at night when you get ready to yeah. hit your bed, to go to your pillow, and then before you shut down, you're thinking about yeah. all the events of the day. Did I do this? Okay, I had this encounter with this person, this happened right here. Your mind is it's like it's never at rest. Right. Even when you're trying to sleep, have you ever went to sleep and then you woke up and you were like, I'm still tired. Yeah. It's because it's yeah. like your mind is constantly going yeah. you literally have to pray I think and get into that spiritual place and say God shut my mind down yeah. cause me to come into a oneness and a place of rest because that's really like the only way you have to you know I know people are not everybody is God centered but you have to find some center that brings you into yourself right. where you find that quietness and you find that oneness of yourself because your mind is just like even if it wasn't going on with you, it's so many things that's going on in your family, in your neighborhood, on your job. People may come news. to you. Yeah. yeah, on the news. You turn on the news, man. You, you just be like, oh my God, I don't want to go out of my house. I don't want to do yeah. nothing. Because of all I just started things. back watching the news. Yeah, I did so too. Because I wasn't watching. It's the news is depressing. Yeah. You know, and it's just so much happening. You be like, what's going to happen next? You know, and then you come to work and you get all kinds of crazy stuff going on. You be like, oh my God, somebody... So stress, everybody is wired hard right now. Everybody, everything is turned up. You know, with all of these events, you know, just what happened to the young man. You know, people are wired up. You okay. know, people people want to do something when they're under stress, you know. Yeah. And another thing that stress leads to is it leads to not only that, it leads to injuries. You know, it leads to other things. We talked about peer pressure, stress. Yeah. When kids are under stress, how do they react? What's yeah. been happening? Suicides. Yeah, yeah. The rise of suicides in schools because people are stressed. Young people are stressed. And what do they do? They, they don't see an alternative. They don't really ha maybe have anyone to talk to. So what do they do? They take their life. Bam. Yeah. You know, and it's over. And, it's and the, that's it just causes that's a the rise of energy. drugs, too. Yes. They, people get on drugs, marijuana, heroin, So uh, is it safe to cocaine. say that stress is a gateway drug? Almost like it you causes you to try other things yes. to try to bring a calmness to yourself. Yeah, it opens up the door yeah. for so many other things. Just yeah. like you know how when we grew up, we was talking about this this morning when I was on the phone with you. How everybody said that marijuana is the gateway it drug is. to everything, and it is. So stress can be a gateway to other things. To other things, and you know we were saying earlier too how <clears throat> unforgiveness. Those are some of the things that can lead to stress too. When you haven't let things go in your life, because so many times, like um, I think you said it earlier, Pam, how people go to the doctor and try to figure out, you know, what's wrong with me? What's and it's not a medical thing. It's things that happen in your past. It's things that's happening in your life right now that you have not dealt with, and issues that you have not sought to deal with because you don't want to face them. But things like that, just ask somebody to, you know, tell us about I'm sorry, or either getting things straight with one another. That can lead to stressful dis. Uh, uh, what I'm trying to look stressful altercations in your life and make you go crazy. Like, I literally on my job, I was saying, and I'm glad you brought up the kids because kids are dealing with stress like on such a high level now these days. And, and I know back in my day, it'd be like, What you stressing about? You ain't got no bills. Like, exactly. it does not matter that they don't have a bill. Kids are stressing over tests, 
They're stressing over their clothes. They're stressing over peer pressure. They're stressing over people talking about them. They're stressing over the way they look. They're stressing over their size. Even my eight-year-old daughter sometimes, she'd be like, oh, I'm getting fat. And everybody that know her knows she's super skinny. And I'm like, you know, just for that to be in her mindset, like, and... Like, no, you don't need to be even worried about that now. But our kids are literally dealing with issues that they feel like they cannot talk to somebody. If you're an adult and you know it's hard for you to open up to people, think about kids. And I think we have a lot of that, especially in minority groups of people, where they don't want to open up to people until it becomes a crisis. And that's when we have to always get in. No, we can talk now. When it's yeah, just yeah. happening, yeah. Right. talk to each other. And I think we said that on several shows. Let's talk to each other. Yeah. You know, not even if it's not even in your family. Right. Call a professional. Because those things, that's the last thing I want to hear about is somebody like, you know, that killed themselves because they didn't have nobody. Right. Like, no. Yeah. And we serve somebody that's bigger than that. You know, God can handle all of these issues. I literally okay. did a paper uh, at my uh, through my school, and uh, it was talking about the opioid epidemic. Okay. And that's one of the big things, too, that people yes. start to, it's taking off and, like, killing hundreds of thousands of people a year. It's like, the, the epidemic is so unreal. It's ridiculous. Like, when I did this, I had to do a research on it. And it was amazing and nimble. But I you have to write a I had to write a thesis paper and an argumentative essay. And of course me, I'm godless. So I was like, Jesus is the answer for all of this. There was I didn't say it in that in that way, but I said that was my thesis that Jesus and the church is the answer. Because we got a church on like every block. Right. A drug dealer normally on every block. Uh, uh somebody's on every block, but the church is there. And that church is there to bring hope. And that church is there to reach the community. We want the cops to come in. We want the, uh, you know, people to take all this charge. But the church is right there. God has given us a mission and God has given us a charge to keep. And, and, and that was what my paper was about, basically saying how the church got to step in and reach people. Everybody is not about God. Everybody don't believe in him. But the church can't offer hope. The church can't offer a place of meditation and a place of peace a place of joy and a place of safety and a lot of times that's what the church is lacking and it's on every block but it's closed and it's not open to everybody and people don't feel welcome so that's why epidemics are growing and growing and growing and getting out of number but the church is a start study opening up everywhere but drugs stress murder everything is taking over but the churches are still there in those communities so they got to open their doors and get out get out in the community like i could talk on and on on this subject because it's such that's what's happening in our world today and that's what's going on on everybody block i don't care if you stay in a nice neighborhood because we got those people that will lose their job or lose a uh, a retirement plan go home stress kill their whole family and everybody oh my god bob was so nice i can't believe he did that yo bob was stressed for one week and, yes. <laughs> and like now I'd be like Bob why hey we can go get on food stamps you can get unemployment yeah. we can move with your mama we ain't got to die yeah. you know that's just the way I'm at I'm Bob there's the way out of this <laughs> exactly you know yeah. like stress will overtake well, people can't see that far you know and I agree with Constance yeah. like marijuana is definitely like a gateway drug it leads to other things because once you try that because and it all starts from stress yeah. Because if you stress and you smoke, it's because what I hear, oh, it makes me feel relaxed. Right. You know, I don't have no.
no worries or whatever. So that means you have stress because you're smoking it, you know? Yeah, and we was talking about it this morning, how that, I'm happy you brought that up, because we were talking about it this morning, how marijuana, after you smoke it so long, you don't get that high. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people original, chase that high. So let, let me go to something else. Yes, yes. And, you know, that's, that's, and that's it. To something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, y'all, we, we love y'all and we appreciate y'all. We know we kept y'all on here a little bit longer than normal, but this topic, is, it can go on for several shows. Yes. We appreciate our guests. She will be back. She, she has a lot to say, say even though she don't think she do. She has so much to say. And she's our first guest here on Dope and Dope, the revamp. So this is episode nine. We really, really, really appreciate you. We yes. love you as a family. Thanks for being there for us. Yes. Thanks for being here tonight. We really enjoyed you. And we definitely gonna have your husband, Uncle Mike, on definitely. sometime soon. And you guys are gonna definitely laugh with him. It's gonna be the He's total opposite of what this was. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We thank y'all. And if you don't remember anything from the show, remember, do not let stress take you out. Remember, the main key that I think you said was balance. You have to find balance and prioritize things. I think that's the main thing that people do not do. Prioritize the most important thing in your life and make sure you get that in. The rest of the stuff, like my mom always said, bills gonna be there when you die. Oh yes. Prioritize and find balance. We love y'all and we're out, y'all. We're out. And Jokers, we've come to the final part of this podcast. We're going to end like this with Nipsey Hustle Victory Lab. Rest in peace, King.